Hello and welcome to this brand new episode of One by Two. I'm your host, Zelani Ravindran. Speaking with JS Nambri is like speaking with an encyclopedia of cinema and digital entertainment knowledge. After production on her second feature film was halted, the award-winning director, who didn't want her story to just sit on a shelf, decided to turn her script into Inspector Rishi, a weekly free digital comic book series available now. In our chat, we discuss the world of Tamil comics and her MB comic studio, what it's like being a female director and writer in South Indian cinema, and how original content like comic books and web series are actually the future of cinematic storytelling. I hope you enjoy listening to this new episode and we'll come back to hear more from One by Two. Oh, thank you so much, Nandini, man, for taking part in this One by Two podcast. I'm so happy to get a chance to interview you uh, via Skype and get to e-meet you for this opportunity. <laughs> it's a real pleasure. And I've been seeing your tweets and your work. And it's completely, you know, it's, a, it's an honor to be on your show because I know you choose all the best of the best uh, from the industry and creative and a lot of talented people on your show. So it's I'm really happy to be Thank you so much. It's so nice. Um, so I have a lot of questions noted down for you because I'm very, um, I'm very interested in your work and I love the unique work that you're doing in the industry. So um, I'd like to start by, so for listeners who may not be familiar, um, you are a filmmaker. You've made award-winning shorts. You've had a feature film released in 2009. And yeah. um, since then, you've started this amazing initiative, which is the uh, Make Believe comic studio so division of a production studio that you began with your husband devoted to documentaries music videos and ad films and since then you have put out um the first i'm so like i'm so just inspired to hear this the first tamil comic book it's it's like feminist it's awesome and uh, you put that out last year you self-published it um and you employed some great you know aspirational artists while you were doing that too um who were aspiring and and since then you've you've started also another web uh, comic series called inspector rishi Yes. Oh, sorry. I should have mentioned your first, um, your first uh, self-published comic book was called "A Girl with the Red Nose Ring," um, and I am hooked. I I have to admit, I just recently read through the preview, and I'm hooked. And so I need to go purchase the full because I can't be without knowing the rest of it now. <laughs> um, but so to get started, because. Like I said, I have a lot of questions. Um, how about we start by talking about what it is you're working on right now, which is it's Inspector Rishi, and how yes. people can see and, and read that online for free right now. Yes, yes, yes. Actually, um, Inspector Rishi is based on the screenplay I wrote uh, for, a, for my second movie, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the film was titled Kolai no and it was supposed to be an investigative thriller, and... Uh, the protagonist is actually a crime branch cop right. who investigates a series of uh, murders in a remote village in Tamil Nadu. Um, so it's like movie didn't happen because of a lot of reasons, mainly funding reasons. And uh, so I didn't want uh, you know the screenplay to sit on the desk and collect dust. You know, like all the other unproduced uh, screenplays, mm-hmm. industry has got. Um, quite competitive and there's so many so many films I've heard like there are 750 films still uh, waiting to see the day of light and um, it's very difficult the industry has become Uh, so I thought okay I because I had worked quite hard on this script I was 
when I was carrying my child and all the sleepless nights and and it was quite an emotional journey to finish the script for two years. Mm-hmm. So I didn't just want to give it up, you know, just because it didn't become a film. I didn't want to just stop there. I wanted the story to reach uh, the people. And um, so I had found a medium which was uh, comics, you know. And um, during the making of uh, The Girl with the Red Nose Ring, uh, when the other artists were working on the comic, I used to sit and practice art. You know, I used to. I was a very, uh, what do you say, amateur um, artist, and I had not professionally learned anything. But um, I just started, you know, I bought a Wacom tab and I started practicing myself. So uh, by the end of it, I thought, okay, let me start Kolenu um, Kapare as the Inspector Rishi webcomic series. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I thought, um, let me just, you know, uh, take it, you know, one page at a time. Let me draw a page and post it online for people to read. My ultimate aim is for people to read it and appreciate it because um, comics as such, you know, it's kind of a, um, a non-existent industry in Tamil. You know? yes. And Serpakal, when I made Serpakal Mukuti, it was the, uh, it is not the first Tamil comic, it was the first um, contemporary digital comic. Right. Um, uh, there are other existing comics which are, uh, you know, translated uh, uh, foreign comics mm-hmm. being, uh, you know, sold here. And the print medium is also dying, so people are not buying comic books anymore. Right. So I thought, uh, let me make a digital comic for people who can just download the PDF and read it in their tabs or mobile phones or mm-hmm. you know, laptops. So um, I'm trying to make comics accessible to people, you know, make it reach people. So because there aren't any contemporary modern stories for today's audience, like the millennials, or the, you know, um, most of them are uh, traditional mythological based. Uh, stories. There aren't any like today's uh, like you and me, people like you and me who go through stuff in life. Uh, there aren't any stories written and comics being made on that. So Atsivapakal Mukuti is like that. Though it is a horror uh, comic, it mm-hmm. is a, it's basically a love story between uh, Varun and Maya. And uh, so um, that the human emotions is what hooks the readers and the other things are like, you know, what happens if this happens. You know, it's that kind of story. So, so I, I've just introduced that circle, uh, Mukuti as just like a first thing, and uh, uh, there aren't actually many, many people uh, who have read it. You know, very few people have read it um, because, uh, 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 like people like you, you know, who are comic enthusiasts and mm-hmm. creative enthusiasts, and uh, you, you people, when you support this and when you tell it. Out. So there is a comic like this. A lot more people will come to know about it. Mm-hmm. So I guess um, you know, I'm just waiting for that many people to read it. So that Inspector Rishi also uh, gets to be read by a lot more people. Mm-hmm. So I think this is what Inspector Rishi is. It's a movie screenplay. And uh, I'm putting it out there for people. And I'm hoping that at some other point of time it becomes a movie or a web series or Something like that, you know, it, uh, because essentially I am at core a filmmaker mm-hmm. and I would I love to make films uh, either for the theater or, or the web or whatever it is. I mean, filmmaking is what uh, fascinates me, it's my passion. And comics is a medium uh, to which I'm still trying to reach uh, films. And that's what it is. Right. 
So you, you touched on a lot of points in your answer there, which I actually yeah, wanted I, to get, no, which I wanted <laughs> to get into. So it's great. But um, the first being, yes. So as you mentioned, Inspector Rishi was um, intended as your second film. Um, yeah. And so, you know, instead of having that screenplay, you know, sit on the shelf, you took, you found a creative way to get the story out or at least a, a, a facet of the story out to, to people yes. via this uh, web, uh, web comic. You know, there are, like you mentioned, it's a very difficult industry and there are, you know, countless people um, who would like to be directors or, you know, writers or let's not even get into the number of people who want to be actors because um, yes. that's it, it, probably innumerable. So, yeah. um, so when you're, when you're speaking to people out there who, who might be, you know, aspiring filmmakers and, and there's this, you know, such com competition in the field. Um, yes. it's so inspiring to see that you, you decided, I don't want my story to just be unknown or just go to waste, quote unquote. So yes. let's make something of it. So you mentioned, you know, you, you were doing something very original and unique. So you even mentioned in your answer, web series. And, um, yes. you know, what if one day Inspector Rishi gets enough attention that it, instead, maybe if not a film, maybe if not TV, what about a web series? And yes. we've recently seen a lot of great um you know, innovation in this field in the South. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the work of Stray Factory or Rascalas and, and yes. their web series and other ones that are coming out. I am, I am quite aware. Yeah, yes. and yes. recently we saw um, a big announcement from uh, Team Wonderbar about their, yes. yeah, about their, uh, their yes. new app for original content. So I guess my question to you is, is do you feel that this is really the way that things will move in this direction very soon and very quickly now within... South Indian entertainment, or is it still going to take only like the very younger generations to kind of take it forward? No, actually, it is becoming, it's um, running towards the direction um, in a very, very fast way, and which, which I feel is, is a good thing because mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, there is a lot more movies are being made, as I said, like there are 200, 300 films a year. Yeah. And they don't uh, get to uh, get released in theaters, you know, because of the competition. Because of uh, because even if they do get released, they can't survive more than a week or so. Right. So yeah, so they need to find uh, different mediums to reach people. Mm -hmm. People today, uh, you know, cannot afford to watch twenty films or thirty films a month, especially mm -hmm. if, if if a family decides to go to a theater. It's, it's a very yeah. yes, together. It's a very costly affair, and uh, so. Even though uh, you know, filmmakers and this side, film people who are very, very passionate about making movies, uh, you need to have that many people to actually come and watch them. Mm -hmm. So if that is not happening, but people do watch them. Uh, how do they watch them? Is they watch pirated films, they download it and they watch it. It's not like they are, you know, um, they don't want to watch a film. They do want to, but they can afford only a few. So whatever they can afford, they go watch in the theaters. And the rest of the films, they you know, download it illegally and watch it. So um, like especially when Thiruthuru came, uh, you know, was, was released in 2009. It was first one of the films. first uh, digital, end-to-end -end digital films ever done in India. You know, I've uh, received messages and compliments about the film being so great. But I couldn't watch it in you know, because it was not released in my city or my country. Mm -hmm. So I watched it online. So all that money could have gone to the producers if uh, if they had found the legal means uh, to release it online. So all this hot star and uh, tent quota or uh, you know the other one uh, hero, hero talkies. talkies. Yeah. Yes, yes. Those uh, mediums are just uh, you know they are very new. But 
they have to open up here also so wonderwar app and uh, netflix india and uh, youtube red uh, is, uh, is not yet in india actually expecting that also to come so all these um, internet distribution channels have to open up for films mm-hmm. so that a lot more films that are being you know tied up or locked up they can find a means to you know reach the people and people get to enjoy it and the money goes to the right you know right uh, person people so um as creators as filmmakers and uh, it wasn't like how it was 10 or 15 years ago when when uh, you know when you go and tell your parents that i want to be a filmmaker you know they don't support you mm-hmm. today because of all colleges opening up and you know discoms and media um, courses coming up a lot more uh people are professionally studying filmmaking yes. and they are coming out there are like thousands and thousands of youngsters passing out and expecting jobs in you know in media industry mm-hmm. so obviously there's lot more content uh getting produced and going to be produced right so where will all this uh, be where will it go <laughs> where will they go all these content is being produced you know no matter what so they need to find a channel so i think internet is the the greatest and the biggest channel ever let's talk also about um more of the work with uh your whole comic studio so make leave comic studio i i can see from your beautiful website i love your website by the way um it, that there's you guys do so much work when it comes to original artwork and illustrations and um offering services related to comic book illustration for you know commercial purposes and that yes. extends to filmmakers and film advertising yes. Um, yes so so i guess i want i would like to get your opinion on trends where um you know action films because i'm going to say action films because that's where i see it happening most in that genre um action films extending to the video game market and then we're getting the yeah. merchandise spin-off and uh yes. my most recent example that comes to mind is the Kabali action figure um, you know so so is MV Comic Studio interested in getting into that uh further into that stream are you guys already working and partnering with any particular studios uh, or films or headed that way we are headed that way we are uh, yet to uh, commence work on that because um, you know but you know bahubali is being made into a comics yes. Uh, also yes, yes that's so, right so it's like only when these kind of big entrants happen you know when these people. big guys try to mm-hmm. uh, people make uh, comics because, see hindi industry is quite uh, rich with uh, you know the movies like don agent vinod having their own comics uh, merchandise and you know so the, that is it, they go hand in hand while making the movie itself they plan for all these things and they make it so but tamil south indian industry has to yet get into it you know they don't see comics um, as a viable um, uh, medium to make money yet mm-hmm. you know but they need to understand only the big guys with the money they come in and they uh, consider that comics as as either digital books or as print books uh, will be a wonderful medium to promote their films even before the release let's say a movie is getting released they are looking at all these new avenues to promote their film either see they used to just um, advertise in the television and and road posters and all that now they have all these um, food chutney kind of online channels who do uh, unique creative viral uh, marketing yeah. i ask you what uh, other recent south indian movies say of the last year do you think would make great comics um, actually uh, see actually anything can become a comic book um i recently spoke to uh, not recently a couple of years ago 
I spoke to um, Tyagaraja Kumaraja, who made R and B a character. He's friend, and he was saying that you know I wish uh, you know, uh, my film uh, was being made into a comic book. You know, would you be able to make it into a comic book? I said absolutely, fantastic. It would be like. Aranya Gandhi was made into a comic book. I'm sure people will just laugh at it. So uh, it hasn't happened yet, but I hope someday it will happen soon. I so, so as too. I said, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, because he likes those Sin City kind of. Um, uh, uh, yes, that very dark. That yeah, yeah. Correct, yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah. So um, I hope I hope I do that for him sometime. We all hope so. Now, <laughs> now I'm super excited. Um, one of the you know, concluding topics I kind of wanted to talk to you about was um, as a female, you know, director, writer, um, and let's say now comic book illustrator and, and publisher even because you've yeah. self-published. Um, do you find that, um, one, you already have the barriers of getting people interested in comics in maybe that in, in not as such a traditional medium. Do you find it harder to get them interested in comics when it's a female writing and, and, and illustrating and publishing it? Uh, not in comics, actually. Probably filmmaking, uh, you know, because there is a very personal interaction. Because see, men have uh, there is this bro code and bro bond. Uh, you, know, mm. you know, they are like brothers, and uh, they have that friendliness today. You know, and uh, they have this invisible bond between uh, them. But I think women, um, uh, because primarily we go and pitch to uh, male producers and male actors. See, mm. men, if, if any director wants a movie to be made, he needs to convince uh, two people. One is the producer and one is the hero. There aren't many um, guys who are quite interested in working with female directors. Um, you know, they need to be convinced 10 times, 20 times more. Uh, than if they were a male director? Then, yes, definitely. Because I think they feel comfortable. It, I don't think it is a conscious decision or it is like they are... Um, I wouldn't call anybody chauvinist or anything like that. You know, it's not like they are. Uh, they want to, you know, discard women's work or they don't want. Mm -hmm. It's like they are just comfortable. You know? I, I, it's like I just feel sad that it is there, but I think it's inborn. Um, uh, it's like we have to break eyes. We have to seem friendly. Uh, but even then, they have this doubt in them that okay, will she be able to make it? Will she be good at it? You know. Um, that question mark doesn't come um, if if um, if a guy who's in the same scale as me, who's who's made one film, who's done whatever I've done, I think he has more chances of uh, making it um, because he's a man, and it's a lot more comfortable for them to work uh, for men to work with men. But um, I wouldn't say that that's the rule. There are of course exceptions. There are people who do want to hear uh, us pitch stories to them. It's just that it takes a, a lot more effort for us uh, to make it happen. Um, I, I will see. I will not say things are black and white. Nobody's a bad person here. You know, everybody wants to work. They're just, I think, a little bit scared to work with women because there, there is no guarantee. You know, they, I think, they want to have a sense of uh, confidence, you know, which is innately in them. Okay? They see, okay, he'll do it. He'll do whatever he needs. But I think women have other priorities. Maybe they have families. They have. Um, you know, they they will be distracted or they'll be emotional. So I think they have these preconceived notions of what women uh, are capable of, and I think that fear is in them to give that opportunity you know, for a producer to like, should I hand over ten crores of a project to her? Will she be able to? 
So unless they do not think like that, they are like, oh, she's, she, the story is good, the story is nice, I'm sure she'll be able to do it. When that day comes, I hope that day comes. Mm-hmm. You know what, and, and this may be, um, I don't want to say naive, but maybe overly hopeful of me, but I'm, I'm hopeful that um, these avenues for more original content that will bring more writers, more creators um, work to light will we'll also even the playing field a bit more because we'll get a chance and more avenues for female directors and writers and illustrators and, and you know, everybody to to uh, to get for their work more recognized as well. It's an additional yes. opportunity. So so yeah. I feel like our chat has come full circle and I'm very happy with that. And I thank you so much for participating. This was a wonderful discussion and I think I'm really deep and, and very insightful notes to finish on. So thank you so much, Nandi Man, for taking part thank in you this so podcast episode. I, I really appreciate it. Fun by Two with Delani R is hosted by Delani Rabindran and produced by Karthik Kedermali. If you enjoyed this One by Two podcast episode or you have some suggestions on how we can improve, please let us know. Reach out to us on Twitter or shoot us an email at onebytwo.delaniR at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more episodes with your favorite South Asian artists right here on One by Two.